Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Thursday, March 9th. Free agency is just around the corner. Calvin Ridley has been officially reinstated for the Jaguars. Jags also placed that franchise tag on Evan Ingram. So you've got Evan Ingram and Calvin Ridley officially going to be out there catching passes for Trevor Lawrence in 2023. It's been a big week for the Jaguars. Got some big weeks coming up for 2023. Um, of course, we've got, like I said, free agency starts on Monday in earnest when you talk about the legal tampering period kicking off. Monday at noon, then you've got free agency officially beginning Wednesday, where teams can officially lock these deals down with uh, with free agents. Uh, you've, of course, got the draft coming up at the end of April. A lot of fun stuff going to be happening in the next couple months around the Jaguars, around the NFL. With free agency on the horizon, want to take a look at some potential free agent cornerbacks that I think the Jaguars could be interested in free agency and. Uh, to frame this, of course, the Jaguars did just release Shaquille Griffin, cornerback who they signed prior to the 2021 season. His deal was just a little bit untenable uh, the way it all worked out moving into 2023. This always looked like the year the team might decide to move on early just due to the, the language of that contract, you know, the, the, the team out following the second year of his deal. And just the fact that Darius Williams... Uh, has signed on, you know, prior to the 2022 season, played really well down the stretch. And then, of course, Tyson Campbell's emergence. Jaguars just didn't have room to pay another high-priced cornerback, a third high-priced cornerback that didn't really have much positional versatility. Shaquille Griffin does not have any experience really playing inside, which with Darius Williams and Tyson Campbell both playing really well at outside cornerback, you want someone that can play inside, uh, maybe play some outside as well, have some versatility. But the Jaguars, when you look at their current needs, their biggest need right now is at nickel cornerback, right? And that's a position that under Trent Baalke, the Jaguars have kind of tried to fit some square pegs and round holes at times. You have seen Trey Herndon play there for the Jaguars, who's also an unrestricted free agent um, coming up here. So it'll be interesting the way the Jaguars decide to kind of handle cornerback. Uh, they do now have $8 million in salary cap space after the release of Shaquille Griffin, and that is including the Evan Ingram franchise tag, the Calvin Ridley fifth-year option. Uh, so the Jags, they currently have $8 million heading into free agency. So they'll have a little bit of money to play with, and of course they will end up having to sign their rookie class, but there's a few moves they can make here and there drop some of the dead weight on the back end of the roster, etc., to where the Jaguars, I think, will be just fine when it comes to signing their rookie class and potentially bringing in a veteran or two to try to bolster this roster and, and play excuse me, specific roles for the team in 2023. Uh, so let's go ahead and dive in to some of these cornerbacks that I think the Jaguars should have interest in, that I think the Jaguars could have interest in. And uh, we do not have a ton of time on the show here today, so we'll run through these guys pretty quickly. But again, we're just kind of trying to frame some of the free agents that are going to be available, potentially available for the Jaguars next week. Again, their biggest need, in my opinion, on this roster, outside of adding more pass rush beyond Josh Allen and, and Trayvon Walker right now, is nickel corner. And uh, it's, a, it's a vital position in the NFL today. Teams are in the nickel more often than not. And if you're unfamiliar, a nickel corner is a corner who lines up more on the inside than on the outside. Uh, so that, that's the type of guy the Jaguars are looking for. 
But when you look at Trent Baalke's track record, I'm not sure that he's going to go try to attack a nickel-only type of player. I think he's going to want to add someone who has some versatility, who can play nickel, who can maybe play outside, who can maybe play safety. Uh, These are the types of prospects, these are the type of players that I think Trent Baalke has shown to value over the course of his career as a drafter. Uh, I I know some folks are going to want me to talk about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or Jamel Dean or some of these other guys. Jamel Dean only plays outside. I I don't think he's a fit. I think he's going to get paid a lot of money. I know the Tampa connection's there. I don't see how that makes a lot of sense. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I think he's going to get paid a lot. Is he the perfect type of, uh, of player for this team? Maybe he might be like, uh, but I think it's kind of a pipe dream. I think he's going to get paid too much. Uh, He's a playmaker. He's a ball hawk. He's a trash talker. He's a really fun player, uh, but I don't believe the Jaguars are going to be trying to uh, bust down the doors with a massive contract for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's probably going to get paid really, really well after the season he just had in Philadelphia. But getting into the list of guys I really see as great fits, I have about seven players who I think could be really good fits for the Jaguars and then a couple more that I'll just run through at the end. Other guys that you can keep an eye on that might fit but wouldn't be quite as exciting. So we'll kick it off with Isaiah Oliver here, an Atlanta Falcon, 26 years old, former second-round pick. Balky likes the, the pedigree. He likes seeing guys that have had value and might not be as valued right now as they were prior, but... Um, Isaiah Oliver, he's dealt with some minor injuries over the last two years, but since transitioning to playing more in the slot, uh, this is a guy who has big-time athleticism and size, was drafted to play outside corner, has transitioned more to the slot over the last couple years. He's been really solid. He has size, length, as I mentioned, pedigree, versatility. He played more outside when he was younger. He's played more inside lately. I think that sounds like a Trent bulky guy. How much is Isaiah Oliver going to cost? I'm not sure. But all these guys I'm looking at here, because they're not necessarily locked down number one corners or number two corners, there's a chance, I think, that that uh, they come in a little bit under what you might expect. I don't think that there's going to be this surge of massive contracts going out to these cornerbacks that we're talking about here. Now, they might get paid a little bit, but again, the Jaguars have $8 million in salary cap space. Let's say if they signed one of these guys to an $8 million deal, you'd probably be looking at a 3 or $4 million 2023 cap hit. So I think it's something, again, that they could easily... Uh, afford if they do decide to go in that direction and look I'm not saying the Jaguars shouldn't take corners in the draft either I think they need to do that it's not just nickel that they need they need depth at corner they need talent at corner beyond Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams and so getting guys that can play inside and outside I think adds uh, or, or kills two birds with one stone potentially and I think the Jaguars should be active the cornerback market in free agency and the draft a lot of talent in free agency lot of talent in the draft at the cornerback position as well. Getting into our second guy, guess what? It's another former second rounder from the 2019 draft class. Byron Murphy. Proved this past year he could play outside, has played a lot inside throughout his career, has playmaking ability, has shown that for the Arizona Cardinals. Excuse me, missed the back half of the 2020 su- uh, 2022 season with a back injury. But another guy who has size, athleticism, playmaking ability. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pedigree coming off a back injury, so maybe the market isn't as robust as it, as it would have been. Uh, if he was completely healthy, but Byron Murphy, definitely another name I'm keeping an eye on here. And guess what? We've got another former second rounder from the 2019 class after him. You're seeing these guys hit the market for the first time uh, that have some talent, that maybe things haven't gone quite as crystal clear or been perfect the way they expected being former second round picks, but they have talent and I think they're young and they have bright futures potentially if they get, get into the right uh, organization. So Sean Murphy Bunting, you've got the Tampa connection, right, with Mike Caldwell. Both of them were there. Um, He's 26 years old. Again, former second rounder from the 2019 class. Coming off of his best year. Did miss some time with injuries early on. But there's ball production. There's versatility. Again, has played inside and outside. There's experience in a a similar system to what Mike Caldwell wants to run here. Uh, There's the pedigree and that Southwest Florida connection from Tampa. So I think Sean Murphy bunting makes a lot of sense if the Bucks aren't able to keep him, bring him in here, and add talent to your cornerback room and get a guy who can compete to be that starting nickel. Cameron Sutton. All right, this one's a little bit older. He's 28 years old. Pittsburgh Steeler, third-round pick in 2017, uh, like a couple years older than these other guys that we've talked about. But to me, he had a heck of a season playing mostly outside for Pittsburgh in 2022. He can play man or zone, uh, but prior to 2022, had played a lot more inside. And um, so it's another guy who I think can play inside or outside for you. I really do believe Balky is going to – uh, gravitate towards guys that have size, guys that have the ability to play man or zone, guys that have the ability to play inside or outside. That's the type of player Bulky has shown that he likes throughout his time. And look, last year they brought in Darius Williams to play nickel, and he really hadn't played nickel much at all. So you could look at potentially a guy who's played outside for most of their career that they bring in to try to play nickel. I wouldn't do that. I would want someone who has actually done this at the NFL level before to come in and play nickel. So I think all these prospects or players that we're talking about that are set to hit free agency make a lot of sense for the Jaguars. Got a couple more big names here for you, relatively big names. And then we'll run through the back end of the list, guys, that I think could make sense but wouldn't necessarily be as exciting as these ones. Uh, Jonathan Jones, 29 years old, played outside for the Pats in 22, kind of like Cameron Sutton in terms of played more outside recently but played mostly slot prior to 2022. Uh, He has the athleticism, the physicality, the smarts to play man or zone. And I think, again, inside-outside versatility, Really big ball production in 2022. Is he going to want to be paid to play outside? Maybe. And Cameron Sutton may be the same thing. But another guy to keep an eye on at 29 years old is Jonathan Jones. Bobby McCain, he's 29 as well. He was a fifth rounder back in 2015. He's just been a damn good coverage player throughout most of his career. Uh, I don't know if he brings the same uh, physicality to the position that some of these other guys bring. But Bobby McCain... He's been more of a nickel slash safety 
Throughout his career, free safety slash nickel type of player, I think he could certainly fit in for the Jaguars, a guy who's spent a lot of his career in Washington, but certainly a, a player who can come in and improve the Jaguars at the nickel spot. Uh, I have no doubt about that in my mind with Bobby McCain. Uh, Nick Needham, back to the t- 2019 guys. He was an undrafted free agent back in 2019. Physical player, good size, can play the slot. Uh, Miami Dolphin the last few years. I think he's a, a player who the Jaguars could could very easily bring in. And, and again, like I said, he has that physicality that the Jaguars kind of look for on the defensive side of the ball, brings a lot of size, physicality, can play the slot. I don't think you see him playing outside, really. Uh, so maybe the versatility is more limited. But another player who I think would be an upgrade over what you saw in the slot in 2022 or a potential upgrade. All right, so that's it for the guys I really wanted to dive fairly deep into. Um, And we've just got a few more names to run through on this list. Troy Hill from the Los Angeles Rams. He's played a lot of outside corner and a lot of inside corner for them. He's played with Darius Williams before. Um, I'm I'm not in love with it, but again, these last few guys are just names that I think could potentially make sense for the Jaguars. Chandon Sullivan, uh, Minnesota. Played a lot of slot throughout his career. I don't think he did it at a high level last year, but certainly has had some big seasons in the NFL. Uh, P.J. Williams from New Orleans, another player who's played a lot of slot in his career, not really playing at the highest level compared to some of these other players, but another one who I think could potentially upgrade over what you had last year. Fabian Moreau has been playing for the Giants. Um, Another guy who has outside-inside versatility and could make sense. Joshua Kalu from Tennessee. Maybe you could go steal somebody from your division rival here. But he's played safety. He's played nickel and uh, fairly young still. And then my last option here, which I do still think makes some sense if you want to just go with who you know and then add through the draft, it's Trey Herndon. He did not play nearly as bad down the stretch in the nickel as a lot of people uh, want to kind of insinuate and suggest. Uh, I don't think he would be... You know, an exciting, an exciting addition, and he's an unrestricted free agent, so that he would be an addition or a return, I guess you would say, for the Jaguars. But I think it makes sense. He's a veteran leader. He's a hard worker. He does have some outside experience, even though you don't feel good at all about putting him out there on the outside. But if you have to play him in the slot, I, th- I think you could feel a lot worse about your slot position. Uh, but overall. I don't think he needs to be your headline corner that you're bringing back. I think that uh, you need to go get someone who has a little bit more talent, a little bit higher level of talent, who could potentially upgrade the position for you, and you also need to attack it in the draft as well. That's going to do it here today. Hopefully this sheds some light on what the Jaguars need at cornerback, what Trent Baalke might value, how they might attack the position, some options that are available to them. Uh, potentially next week when free agency kicks off. Again, legal tampering period Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Can't wait for it. Uh, Really appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure to check out genjag.com. Pick up some new Duval gear. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Let me know some of the free agent cornerbacks you might be looking at. And of course, hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. Subscribe and review on your podcast platform of choice. Could not be doing this without y'all. Really appreciate your support. Have a great rest of your Thursday, Duval. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.